Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Claudia's Book Reviews. Can you believe it's almost the end of Season 2? Time goes by quickly when you're having fun. This is the 10th episode, so of course it's a special edition. And what's a special edition episode without a theme? This episode's theme is cats. If you have a go pet cat, go give them a quick pet. They inspired this episode's theme. As you might know, I have a pet cat. She is a European short hair and her name is Pip. But enough about my cat. On to today's books. Wait, before I tell you our first book, Pip wants to say hi. That was the sound of my cat purring. Our first book is from a series called Warrior Cats by Aaron Hunter. Warrior Cats Book 1, Into the Wild, is about a cat named Rusty who does not like being a pet. He goes exploring the woods and finds the Thunder Clan, which is a group of cats who own an area of the woods. They invite him into their clan. He decides to accept, and from then on, Rusty is known as Firepaw. He's a, he is an apprentice, which means he is one step behind from being a warrior. Firepaw does not have a mentor, so he needs to find one. But when the Shadow Clan tries to give, drive ThunderClan out of its territory, Firepaw must find a way to stop them and prove himself a warrior. My top five favorite things about the book are, one, Rusty has multiple names. He goes from Rusty to Firepaw to Fireheart. Two, the clans call any cat that belongs to humans kitty pets, which I think is cute. Three, the Thunder Clan leader, whose name is Blue Star, is an awesome leader because she always seems to know who is a traitor. Four, a cat named Yellow Thing turns from hated to love. Five, Rusty, aka Firepaw, aka Fireheart, aka Pity, Kitty Pet, aka Hero, has an amazing adventure learning what the Shadow Clan does and how to defeat them. We also have two guests for this segment. Welcome, Sophia and Lainey. Hi. You might remember some Sophia from our Geronimo Stilton episode in season one. Lainey, who is my sister, was was my guest on episode 5 in season 1 and episode 15 here in season 2. Both of them like to read the Warrior Cat series. Do you guys have a least favorite or a favorite character in the Warrior Cats? My least favorite is definitely Crowfeather because he's rude and annoying and he never listens. I like Blue Star because she is head of Thunder Clan and she is a dark blue color. She is very talented. My favorite character is probably Cinderpelt or Squirrel Flight. Cinderpelt is a medicine cat and Squirrel Flight is a warrior. Do you guys have a favorite clan? I also have a book called Code of the Clans that goes over each clan and their code. I like Thunder Clan. They are very nice because of Blue Star. 
My favorite clan is River Clan. They live on the side of the river and like to eat fish. Mine is River Clan too. I like them because they are smart and loyal. What book is your favorite so far of the series? My favorite book is maybe Squirrel Slight's Hope or Maple Shade's Vengeance. I like them because it's a sad story and an interesting one. I would say the second book, Flower and Ice, because Firepower gets to do something really important. I can't say what it is because that would give away the book. Now, before we read the book, we need to do our secret sound. Ready? Here it is. That was the sound of a bell. I picked this sound because the main character, Rusty, has a collar with a bell attached to it. Now, reading time. Can you read me the book, please? Yes. It's called Warrior Cats Into the Wild by Aaron Hunter. Prologue. A half moon glowed on smooth granty boulders, turning them silver. The slint was broken only by the ripple of water from the swift black river and the whisper of trees in the forest beyond. There was a stirring in the shadows and all from all around with, with dark sh shapes creeped steadily over the rocks. And shield claws glinted in the moonlight. Wary eyes flashed like amber. And then, as if only a silent signal, the creature leaped at each other, and suddenly their rocks were alive with rustling, screeching cats. At the center of the frizzy of fur and claws, a massy dark tabby pinned a broken colored tom to the ground and drew up his head triumphantly. Oh, Cart, the tabby growled, how dare you hunt in our territory? The sunning rocks belong to Thunderclan. After tonight, Tyra, this will be just another Riverclan hunting ground. The bracken colored tom spat back. A wearing yellow came from the shore, shrill and anxious. Look out, more Riverclan warriors are coming. Tycler turned to see slick, wet bodies sliding out of the water below the rocks. The drenched River Clan warriors bounded silently up to the shore and hurled themselves into the battle, without even stopping to shake the water out of their fur. The dark table glared at Oakheart. You may swim like otters, but you and your warriors. Do not belong in the forest. If you want to be a guest, leave a voicemail. I'll respond. Right after this short break, the next segment. Welcome back. This, the next book is Upside Down Magic. Upside Down Magic is a series written by Sarah Lankowski, Laura Miracle, and Amelia Jenkins. I read the one called Upside Down Magic High and Seek, which is about a girl named Nori who is accepted into the magical Sage Academy. But her magic is upside down. When she tries to turn into kitten, she turns into a dridden. A dridden is a half cat, half dragon creature. In the book, 
Nora has to find a way to get back to her normal school with her friends. If she doesn't, she'll, she will lose her powers. My top five favorite things about this book are, one, it has a jitter, and two, it involves magical powers. For example, Nori is a fluxer, so she can transform into other animals. Three, it's a chapter book, but it's still a good read for young adults, too. Four, some of the people in the book called fuzzies can talk to animals. And five, it has unique characters who have interesting backstories and personalities. Time for the secret sound. Ready? Three, two, one. Before I tell you what it is, I have a surprise. Please give a warm welcome to my aunt. She is a veterinarian. I thought it would be fun to have a veterinarian because this entire episode is about cats who are animals. Hi, Auntie Alyssa. Hi, Claudia. How are you? Good. What's it like being a vet? It's a really cool job. I get to go have fun outside with lots of different kinds of animals, and I get to take care of them. That sounds cool. What animal do you take care of most? Well, uh, most of the time I take care of horses, but vets can also take care of lots of different animals. We learn in school how to take care of mammals like cats, dogs, horses, cows, and we also learn how to take care of other things like reptiles or turtles or marine mammals um, or wildlife. So there's lots of things that you can do as a vet. Um, what's your favorite type of animal? I think horses are my favorite type of animal. I've ridden them since I was a little kid, and now I have horses of my own, and I think they're my absolute favorite. What, what are the names of your horses? I have three horses. I have Leo. He's a big gray horse. And then I have Elliot. He's a big bay horse, which is like dark brown. And then I have Jameson, who is a chestnut one. He's kind of light brown. Cool. Do you have any favorite books about animals? My favorite book series about animals is James Harriet's series. It was called All Creatures Great and Small. And it's about a veterinarian a long time ago that lived in the Yorkshire Dales. And it was all about his life and all the animals he took care of on the farm. That's cool. My favorite animal is a cat. Do you have any cats in the barn you work in? We do. Yep. We have two cats. We have Nala and we have Lola. And Nala is an orange tabby, and Lola is a long-haired cat, and she's orange tabby and white. Yeah, I got I got to go to Auntie Lisa's barn, and I got to meet Nola, and I saw the horses she could carry. I got to pet one of the barn cats, Nola, and give her and some of the horses treats. It was a very fun experience. Thank you for coming on the show today, Auntie Lisa. Before you go, would you like to give us a secret sound? Okay. Here's the sound one more time. Three, two, one. Wow, that's an interesting sound. That sounds like an an angry animal out in the wildlife. That was the sound of a skunk. This is the secret sound because in the book, um, Nori nearly gets sprayed by a skunk. Ah, I bet she heard that right before she almost got sprayed. Yeah. Now I'm going to read a bit of the book. Upside Down Magic, Hide and Seek.
chapter one. Nora was preparing to take a big test. The big test for the second time. The first time had been a disaster. Nora was in fifth grade. She liked sugary breakfast cereal. She wore bright clothes, had big hair, brown skin, and a terrible singing voice. She was outspoken, but it was easy to hurt her feelings. Her magical talent was fluting, and her full name was Eleanor Boxwood Horace. Back in the summer before fifth grade, Nora's magical powers had bubbled up. All kids got their powers around age 10. Then they went to magic school. In magic school, just like in ordinary school, you all start to read and write and do science projects, but you also study magic. The type of magic you study depended on your talent. Everyone was labeled with one of the five Fs. Flyers could make things fly. Flares had fire or hating magic. Flickers could turn invisible or make other things invisible. Fuzzies had animal magic and could communicate with animals. They might command a flock of geese befriend a rhino. All flukers could turn themselves into animals, but not all animals. Not right away. Beginner flukers started turning into kittens, but then they learned how to shift into puppies, hamsters, and other small domestic mammals before studying how to flukes into larger ones. Then they learned wild ones, and then tricky ones. Non-mammals like fish, insects, and birds were especially hard. Nora could also actually do some large creatures already. Also, she had flukes into two different fish, one insect, and a bluebird. Problem was, she didn't keep them in the right shape. Nori had upside-down magic. That had been no big deal in another family, but Nori's father was the headmaster of a very fancy private magic school called Caesar Academy. It only admitted the students with the strongest magic, the strongest, most conventional magic. Nori's sister, Dahlia, went to stage. Nori's brother, Hawthorne, went to stage. And Nori had always been expected to go to stage as well. But on the day of the big test, she couldn't flux properly. She jumbled up her animals. She added a snake to her kitten to become snitted. And then she added a dragon to her kitten to become a dridden. Even worse, Nori tended to lose track of her human mind when she fluxed. During the big test, she had breathed fire at people. And then she had almost eaten a unicorn. Nori had been denied admission to Sage Academy. It had been the worst day ever. After that, Nori had sent after that, father had sent Nori to live in the town of Dunwiddle with Aunt Margot, Nori's mother's sister. Nori's mother had died when Nori was very young. The public school near Aunt Margot had a trial program just starting up for kids with upside down magic. Nori went there for fifth grade instead of going to Sage. It had turned out great, there, but there had been a few bumps here and there, sure. But Aunt Margot was fun to live with. She was nowhere near as strict as father. She ordered pizza for, in for dinner almost every night and let Nori eat sugary breakfast cereal right out of the box. She was, a, she was a flyer who made her own flying taxi service. Almost right away, Nori had made a best friend. His name was Elliot Cohen, and he was an upside-down flare. Elliot could flare just a tiny bit, but also had ice powers. A bit later, Nori made another friend. Pepper, Pepper was an upside-down fuzzy, which meant the animals didn't love her the way they loved tickle fuzzies. 
Instead, they ran away from Pepper in terror. Nora Dora teacher Miss Star and liked the other kids in her class. There were eight students total in Upside Down Magic, and as a rule, they stood for one another. Sometimes the typical kids were mean, especially a flyer named Lacey Clinch. But overall, Nora was happy at Dunlittle. And then Father had come along, tra-la-la-la-la, and said, Oh, hey, here's a fun idea. Remember that test you failed? Why don't you take it again? But not in those words. That was Upside Down Magic by Sarah Minkowski. A big thank you for my Auntie Lisa for coming on the show. Stay tuned for the next segment of the special edition episode. Welcome back. The last segment is the book Jinxed. Jinxed is by Amy McCulloch. It is about a girl, Lacey, who lives in a world with robot pets called ba- Bacchus. Lacey finds some rubble finds in some rubble and debris pieces of a Bacca cat. She puts them together and gets a cat named Jinx. But unlike every other Baku Lacey has ever seen, Jinx has a mind of his own. He has sass and is very sneaky. When Lacey gets enrolled in the best school, with no idea why, she becomes involved in an adventure to find out what mysteries the Baku company M-O-N-C-H-A holds. My top five favorite things about this book are, one, Jinx is very sassy and loves to explore new areas. Two, Lacey is very protective of her friends and will do anything for them. Three, there are many different types of bakas, such as lizards, eagles, mice, dogs, monkeys, and much more. Four, Jinx likes to hang out with stray non-robot cats. Five, Jinx has two sequels, which are equally awesome. Now it's time for the secret sound. Ready? Three, two, one. That was the sound of a cat fountain. Some cats don't like drinking water in a bowl, so there is something called a fat fountain. You pour water into it, and it's a mini fountain for your cat. I picked this because my cat just recently got one, and because this episode is all about cats. Speaking of cats, it's time for me to read Jinxed. Jinxed, Chapter 1. Smoke rises from the tip of the soldering iron. My eyes watering as I stare at the motherboard through the microscope. I don't dare blink, not until I finish melting the silver solder with its rosin core flukes into miniature peaks, connecting the loose components together. I count the seconds in my head as the solder dries. One, two... The butterfly lifts its delicate mechanical wings, opening and closing, then intricately details triangles of metal as it runs through system checks. Where click, a small vibration signals the okay. Yes, I jump to my feet and dance, rocking my hips in time to the victory music in my head. Mom rushes in from the kitchen. You didn't? You did it? Why don't you check? She nods and says, to me, pedal. It takes a second for the command to register, but the butterfly flaps its wings, lifting up to land on her head. Mom's face glows, reflecting back the stream of texts and emails that Petal projects into the flat of her palm. Looks like she works to me. I grin. Okay, one final thing. I take Petal from Mom, gently placing her back under my microscope as I sit back in my chair. My work is flawless, so neat the repairs are barely visible. 
Taking it to the Monka vet would have taken hours and cost a fortune, but I finished in less than an hour. Outside, I snapped the casing back over the exposed electronics. There, good as new. Thank you, honey. Mom wraps her arm around me, planting multiple kisses on my forehead. I groan and mark mortification, but my face heats up with the warmth of her praise. It's not that big of a deal. I've had a lot of practice with pedal. The Butterfly Baku is one of the best sellers for mom's demographic and in the demographics and insects are in general the least complex models in the market, offering the bare minimum functions like text, talk, browser, and GPS. The butterfly is extra popular because of its ability to customize its wings. On the flip side, the wings are filmsy, prone to snapping with the tiniest snag, which turn which in turn damages the internal electronics. Pedala is a perfect consumer. She got caught when Mama wound her scarf and the projector malfunctioned. You're welcome. Mom, tell Alicia as soon as you get inside next time. I don't know what I'd do without you, Lacey. Your repair is better than any of the vets could do. Mom smiles as Pedal flies up to settle on her shoulder, her hand still lingering on my back. You find out today, don't you? I cringe. I thought she had forgotten. To my surprise, even I'd managed to forget about it for an hour. Fixing things does that to me. My mind focuses on the problem. In this case, a loose wire and a wonky P PCB connection, and the rest of the world falls away. Even the fact that any minute now, I'm going to receive the biggest news of my 12-year-old life. That's it for this special edition episode. I hope you enjoyed learning about Warrior Cats, Upside Down Magic, and Jinx. Nectar, special thank you to Sophia and Lainey for sharing their thoughts on Warrior Cats. And a big shout out to my Auntie Alyssa for telling us what it's like to be a vet. This episode marks the end of the second season of Claudia's Book Reviews. I will officially be back in 2022. But until then, keep an eye out, or an ear, for some bonus episodes that might be coming your way. Thanks again for listening. Bye!